Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, and you are someone who wants to operate from your highest self to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, Anita Adams here, your host. And today we are going to explore if you can be both ambitious and content with life and what it takes to get off the aisle of suck when you are feeling anything but content. I've been holding on to this idea that you cannot be both content with life and ambitious. Somehow they seem at odds with each other. If you are content, then does that mean you stop trying to reach for the stars? Do you stop dreaming? Does being content mean you settle for less than what is truly possible for your life? These ideas have been bothering me lately as I've been feeling more and more content as I get older, which is great, but I don't want to lose my ambition. I don't want to stop reaching for those big, beautiful dreams. For me, dream chasing is a big part of what life is about. As I often do when I'm troubled with something, I decided to bring this question to my spirit guides. I thought the answer's worth sharing with you. Maybe you've had similar concerns, or maybe you've been living on the Isle of Suck and want to find a way off and your way to contentment. What follows is the conversation I had with my spirit guides. I hope it resonates with you as truth as it resonated with me. What can you tell me about being content with life? I begin my query with my spirit guides. Can you be ambitious and content at the same time? Or are those two qualities mutually exclusive? Yes, you can be content and ambitious, they simply respond. Tell me more, I press. Contentment lacks attachment. It is only when you are attached to a specific outcome that you can lose that feeling of being content. It is good to focus on a goal, strive for something, reach for something that excites you, do all the work that moves you in the direction of your goal, and find the joy in doing it. And then be 100% all right if you do not reach that specific destination or shoot past it or change course. You are contentedly in motion moving towards your goals, enjoying the journey as you float in the stream of the universe's flow, allowing it to carry you open to where it will take you still striving to reach a certain destination and curious about where else it may potentially take you. That is how contentment and ambition work together. It is taking action, being in motion, and maintaining an openness of the heart to accept the outcomes. At this point, I have to ask, and I do so ever so eloquently, 
what if the outcomes really suck? What if being in that flow leads you somewhere really sucky, painful even? That would only be a temporary stop on a journey to somewhere much better, my spirit guides inform me. It is possible that you need to learn something or develop a skill that will help you later in life. And that sucky place, as you call it, could be the only place or the best place for you to learn that lesson or develop the skills you need. It is not permanent. Any sucky or painful place you find yourself in will not be permanent. While you are there, remember this truth and look for the lessons, the opportunity to grow. Ask yourself, what is mine to understand here? What is mine to do that will help me grow and become better? That will help me become who I am meant to become. No matter how bad you perceive a situation, there will always be something there for you to take that is a gift. I suppose, I think. It's hard to see the gift while suffering, though, isn't it? When I think about my own past and those times of suffering, of being in really sucky places in life, I can see the gifts that come from them in hindsight. But wow, I, I sure wouldn't want to go through any of that ever again. I can understand what my spirit guides are telling me, though. So I ask, what are some things we can do to help us leave the Isle of Suck, to get out of that sucky place faster? Get clear about what you really want, spirit tells me. Map out a plan to leave the Isle of Suck. In fact, all the things you teach people to do in your book are things that will help move people from sucky situations to more joyful environments and circumstances. A little side note to my listeners, much of what is in my book is also here on this podcast. The book is coming out in September 2023. The working title is Whispers of the Soul, and in it I share my wisdom way method to tapping into inner wisdom to create a life of well-being and joy. That wisdom way method is to look, listen, and learn. My early episodes on this podcast introduce this method. I find it humorous that my spirit guides are directing me back to my own writing and teaching. They are reminding me and you through me that we already know this stuff. All the answers to the questions you are looking for are within you. You might just need a little help to remember the truth. Clearly, I need that reminder sometimes too. All right, back to this conversation with my spirit guides. All right, say someone is in an abusive relationship, I probe. That would be the biggest aisle of suck. What would you tell them to do? We would guide them to go into nature, invest time with themselves to get to know who they really are, to deepen their love for themselves. As they deepen their love for themselves, they will then be able to create healthy boundaries or find the courage to leave the abusive relationship. It starts with finding more love for self, though. It always starts there. No matter the situation, when you deepen your love for self, you find the strength you need to move out of any challenging situation, even if that situation will take you years to navigate completely out of. Love for self 
is the power you need to take action. And so ends the conversation with my spirit guides. Somehow they always steer me back to one key message, love, and specifically deepening your love for self. What I've grown to understand is that this love for self is what helps you to have all that you desire. It's what makes it possible to move out of any sucky situation and be both ambitious and content. My big takeaway from this conversation is the reminder to be curious about where you are and why, and to look for the lessons and the opportunities to grow. Ask yourself, what is mine to understand? What is mine to do that will help me grow and become who I want to become? These are great questions to come back to again and again, whether you are on the Isle of Suck or contentedly living your best life. So in closing, I ask you, Joyful Journeyer, what is yours to understand today that will help you become the best version of you? Perhaps it is to simply remember to invest time with yourself, to make you a priority, to fall in love with who you are. If you have any thoughts or questions about this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out. My contact info is in the show notes below. Thanks for tuning in, Joyful Journeyer, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking and you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.